Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message from our special guest. Good morning, church. Morning. So good to be here. Thank you, Pastor Don and Carol. Uh, allow me to preach in this stage. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, after one year and three months, this is the first on-site that I ever attended, you know. <laughs> Even in Surabaya, in IFJF Surabaya, we will start it uh, next week. So I'm glad. So, you know, during the worship, it's like I was like crying because first I didn't believe that what Pastor Don <laughs> told me that uh, it's different. If you have onset, you can really feel the presence of God and when you worship, you will cry. And today I witnessed that I really enjoy to be together with all of you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, and somebody asked me this morning after the first service, asked me about how it feels to come back on on-site service. And I'm telling you, I've been, uh, you know, my wife been three months in Singapore. So we are, uh, we are in the long-distance relationship, you know. So I don't kiss anyone here. <laughs> uh, it's only Pastor Don, <laughs> anyway. Uh, like three months because uh, she had to take care of her sister who has in Stadium 4 pancreatic uh, cancer. Uh, I'll tell the story maybe later or I've uh, last year uh, told you a lot of story about that. And then I, I told this person who asked me, how is the, the onset service? I tell him, I told him just now, you know what? During these three months, I video call my wife and my daughter almost every day. But I really, you know, being in video call, I can like I miss the intimacy and the closeness and the presence, even though when we are together, we fight a lot too, right? <laughs> but that's what I really miss. So now I'm convinced that being together as church and uh, together, there's like, I really enjoy the time with you guys. So thank you so much for this opportunity. And I pray that uh, ICC, IFGF, in Bali, you grow stronger in your faith. Amen? I will see that uh, every one of us here strengthen in the Word of God today. Let's pray uh, together. Father, we thank you so much for the time, Lord, that we worship you together. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity, Lord Jesus, for ICC and IFGF, Lord Jesus, to work together after this long time, Lord Jesus. We trust you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the leadership, Lord Jesus, Pastor Don, Pastor Jessica, and every leader here. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, in all things, we want to give thanks because you are a good God, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity to serve you together, Lord. We don't want to take it for granted, Lord, the opportunity to gather together in your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, today I want to speak about the topic about bounce back. <laughs> bounce back. We talk about, where's the, uh, the tennis ball here? We talk about uh, bounce back, you know, after, after one year and three months, I, I believe a lot of things happen in our life, right? And, you know, in our prayer, we always say that uh, you are always above, not beneath. But the fact is, we experience suffering, yeah? 
how many of you never, uh, not, never experienced suffering? I want to <laughs> lift up your hand because I want to take picture with you. <laughs> Who never uh, experienced any suffering? So uh, I believe this word after maybe so many times, a lot of business going bankrupt, maybe you, uh, some of you uh, lose the, lost the, uh, the beloved one during this time. Some of you, you lose your job, and maybe some of you, you, know, you have broken relationship during all this time. But I believe today, the word of God, that God is good. God wants all of you to bounce back, to go back to His word. Amen? Amen? And this morning, during, uh, uh, during service in Basa, I, I would bounce back. I, I make the abbreviation of manto. <laughs> in Indonesia, it means bounce back. So during this time, if you, after all tragedy, crisis in your life, I think you have to manage your expectations, yeah? And also acknowledge your feeling. Many of us uh, think that it's not okay to say it's not okay, you know, but there's a Korean movie say that it's okay not to be okay, right? If you, okay, okay. You are too religious, so you don't know this stuff, right? <laughs> okay, but my wife did watch. Uh, so you have to acknowledge your feelings. Maybe some of you, feeling sad, feeling disappointment in your life, and you grieve. It's okay to feel that way. You just to acknowledge, not express it, but you acknowledge and you know that God will deal in your heart. So you acknowledge your feelings and never confuse a mistake with a final failure. Amen? <laughs> Some of you make one mistake and you, uh, you say that, oh, I'm a failure! And the word keep coming in your life. And then uh, you never come back and never be able to bounce back just like this ball. So never confuse a mistake with a final fa failure and trust in God that He is good and understand God's goodness and purpose. Just like as Joseph, you make me do wrong thing, but God turned it around to be a good thing, right? Like Romans 8 verse 28. And also, if you make mistake in your life, learn from the mistakes and move Forward. That's why you need to learn from your mistake and move forward. Now, in the second service, I want to continue. Uh, I, will, I will share about the importance of having a clear conscience. If you experience a lot of bad things or failure in your life, or you experience suffering in your life, you have to have a clear conscience so you can see what God is doing in your life. Amen? 1 Peter verse 3, verse 14 to 15 said that, But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. Amen? You are blessed. Amen? You are blessed even if you experience uh, suffering in your life. And do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled, but sanctify in the Lord in your heart. You have to sanctify your heart and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you the reason for your hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I know whatever you experience right now, but it's, it's important for all of us in order for us to bounce back. There, there are two words that I want to share today. Uh, the first thing is re resilience. Resilience is the quality of being able to adapt 
to stressful life changes and bouncing back. You know, the first word is resilience. Say together with me, resilience. One, two, three. Resilience. Being able to adapt. You cannot expect to go back to your old normal, but whatever experience that you have experienced, the bad thing, even the suffering that you have experienced, God wants all of us being able to adapt in stressful changes and bouncing back from the hardship. Resilience also means that uh, it's a good response of tragedy. You know, many of us during tragedy crisis, you react so much. But God wants us to respond to tragedy crisis. There are the life-altering changes that allow us to move on despite the loss. Whatever it is right now. Maybe you lost somebody, uh, someone that you love so much. Maybe you do something that make you a broken relationship. I think this is time you have the right response so you can bounce back. You can bounce back and then you can go higher and higher than before. Amen. This is the time. This is the time for you to bounce back uh, during after the tragedy, crisis, or, or other life-altering changes that allows us to move on despite of the loss. That's why you have a good conscience. One Peter, uh, one Peter three verse sixteen say, having a good conscience that they defame you as evildoers, those who revile in your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. Everyone. Christians experience suffering. People who don't know God, they experience suffering. But the problem is, if we know Jesus, we have hope in His name. Amen? We can always bounce back because of Him in our life. So there are four things I, I want to share how to bounce back in the second service after, uh, after we experience a lot of things in our life. Let's, let's, uh, let's bounce back. And the first word is never give up. Look up. What did this mean? We have a, a lesson. Never, go, never give up. Look up. Say it together with me. Never give up. Look up. One, two, three. Never look up. Look up. So clear conscience means we have moral consciousness when our action, thoughts, and words confirm who we are. So that's why we need resilience that we never give up. You know, uh, in, in the Word of God before Jesus uh, says to heaven in John 14, verse 5, uh, 1 to, to 4, Jesus said to the, to the disciples, you know, all the disciples expected Jesus would be the king that, you know, deliver all of them from uh, the Roman uh, government at that moment. And Jesus and they are sad that Jesus died, even though he raised up again. But when Jesus went to about access to heaven, sometimes in our life, we expect God to do something. Like all the disciples, they expect Jesus to, like, you know, fight with that government at that moment. So Jesus will reign in their own way. But Jesus said, no, I have to go back to heaven. I have to go back my father's house, there's many mansions. If it were not so, I have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. That's why you never give up in your life here. You never give up, but 
look up, look up what, what we will see in our life next. And I go to prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Amen. So sometimes when we look at ourselves, we want to give up. But when we look up, look up what God is doing in our life, you know. We know that wherever we are, we will always be with God. Amen? Whatever situation that we may face, and where I go now, and the way you know. All right. And also, you know, in the Old Testament, in the uh, Proverbs, Proverbs why, need, why we need to uh, never give up? Because in the Proverbs, in the Proverbs, Proverbs 24, plus 10, uh, verse 10, He's here. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That's why I love what Pastor Dan say. Maybe you just turn around four times in the wall of Jericho, right? There are three more. You know, it's for me right now. You, when you always look up to Jesus, you know, you will always gain your strength. Amen. Amen. Give God for Jesus. Amen. Because when you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That's why you never give up. You look up. Look at this graphic here. You know, this is the cycle. Uh, we call it normal cycle. It's the birth, uh, grow, and then maturity. Sometimes we're uh, uh, going down, and then there's a die in something in our life. We're going deep, you know. When we're going deep, you know, sometimes we need new strength from God so we can go up, we can bounce back. In order to bounce back, sometimes we experience some dip in our life. But if you have strength, when you always look at God, you have the strength, you never know that one day after the dip, you will bounce back and you go higher than before. Amen? That's what we believe. So first one, never give up, look up. And then, how you, you want to bounce back? I think the second one, uh, next slide, is adjust your filters. Adjust how you see your life. Adjust how you see the situation that is around you. Okay, look at this first here. <laughs> look at this. This is my office, you know. During Zoom meeting, there's a feature. <laughs> this is, uh, if you don't know, it's like, this is our Tuesday meeting. I know in, in, in Bali, Pastor Dor is very serious, never have like, a, <laughs> very serious, very efficient in meeting. But this is our meeting. You know, in, there's a feature in Zoom, we call it filters, right? There's background. If you don't know, oops, sorry. Uh, have you ever used Zoom? Or, or always on site? <laughs> Uh, we learn a lot from Zoom, and there's like a background, and then also filter. And during meeting, they use the filter. The filters is, uh, you know, is something that they use. So depending, like for example, like glasses, if you wear glass that is green, everything will look green, right? If it's blue, everything will look like blue because of the filter. It's not because the object. That's why the first of God, the, the Bible, in the Bible, next slide, uh, Matthew 6, verse 22, 23, the lamb of the body 
is in the eye. You, need, you know, during your hardship, you have to guard your heart with all diligence. Yes? Amen? And, you know, in order to go to your heart, the way to go to your heart is your eyes. That's the word of God. The lamb is the body, is the eye. The way you look a situation, the way you look everything that you will see. If therefore your eye is good, the whole body will be full of light. Amen? If you want to see from the perspective of God's word, you need to adjust the filter. Sometimes it is hard during the suffering. It is hard. You, you think that you are the only one who suffered this thing. Oh, nobody knows about my problem. This is the hardest. Uh, nobody knows my problem. You know, but if your eyes, eye is bad, the whole body will be full of darkness. That's why you need to adjust your filter if you face the situation beyond your control. Now, yeah, that's why you need to see what glasses that you use right now. Because if your eye is bad, so like this, this is the original one. You know, I asked Pastor Hadi, our head of photography in Surabaya, to, uh, to take a picture of the city of Surabaya. Surabaya is beautiful, more, much more beautiful than Bali, I guess. <laughs> oh, why you laugh like that? <laughs> All right. This is in the morning. So I asked him, uh, please take a picture. Take a picture like around maybe 5.30 in Surabaya, maybe 5.30 is already uh, sun. No, maybe 4.30 or, yeah, it's earlier than in Bali. Yeah, this is the sunrise. This is the actual picture. And I asked him, hey, change the filter. And then he changed the filter. The same object, it looked like almost noon. I mean, the, the brightness. The object doesn't change. The picture doesn't change, right? But the filter changed. Okay, I asked him, let's change the picture again. Let's change the filter again. <laughs> it looked like afternoon, evening, like evening around, even though the, the sun is still in the sunrise, you know. But the picture is still like evening. Isn't the object is different? No. But the filters, that make a difference, right? And then change again. Wow, look at a, die, a dead city, you know. Surabaya is a live city. It's not dead city. But, you know, if you change the filter, the way you see yourself right now, some of you maybe see the same situation. Everybody maybe experience the same thing, COVID-19. But the way, the filter you put, make you see that this is very dark. This is very dark. This is very dark. Or some of you, you have the filters like this. Next slide. Oh, blur, you cannot see anything. How many of you, maybe young men say, I don't have the future. I don't have parents that really take care of me. You know, I don't have uh, the talent like that guy. It's not the object because God has made you beautiful in his uh, image. Amen. But you need to change the filter. Just because one event in your life that make you feel like a failure, or you make a mistake in your relationship, and you say, I never got into marriage life, I never have a good relationship, because you have the blur filter. 
It's not the situation that is bad, but the filter that you use is blurry, right? Definitely some of you really blur. <laughs> cannot see the feature, cannot see, cannot see the filter like God used. You cannot see the way God sees you in your life. That's why many people, they don't have the, they, they, they like die like in the vision, don't have a vision even though they are so young. Because the picture is the same, but the filter you use, everybody experiences the same thing. But the filter, you need to adjust. Amen? All right, next slide. And uh, this is called bias, a mental filter of the framework we see world through. Biases are why two different people can respond in the same situation in two different ways. It's not the facts that are different, it is the filter. You know, we can see the same situation, for example, a father of the leader or, or leader or boss call you. Hi, Raymond, or hi, Reza, for example. And, you know, if my son hear me calling my son named Marvel, Marvel, maybe he got excited. Excited. Wow, daddy is calling. Call me. Maybe, maybe he wants to uh, give me money. <laughs> because that's the feeling. But some of the people, if, let's say I'm a boss or a, a leader, I call somebody, hi, hi Reza, for example. He's afraid, oh, what mistake I, I do. My mistake. It's not because the intention is still the same. As a father, as a leader, I just want to spend time with them. But one boy feel excited and one boy feel afraid too. It's not because different person, different father, but the filter, not because of the different leader, but the way we see. That's how I, we approach to Abba the Father. Some of you have experienced that the figure of the father is very fearful, make you very fearful, very, very dominant. And so you don't want to approach to God, the Father, to get help at a timely manner. But if you have the filter to write that He is a gracious God, He wants to help you. And during the trouble, you will see the help in timely manner. Amen. You can always approach Him because you have clear conscience in your life because you adjust the filter. You know that He is a good God. It's not the facts that are different. It is the filters. Sometimes we see the problem is a judgment from God, but if you put adjust the filter and you say that this problem make us grow and make you have a bigger capacity for God, then you can see the life in different way. Amen? It's not the objects that are different, it's the filter. All right, next. Now, the third one, identify your toxic thoughts. You know, during, you know, during the hardship, during the suffering, there's like voices, you know. During the voices, the voices is toxic that keep telling you, you are good for nothing. You are bad compared to your sister. You are bad compared to your brother. You cannot do anything. Yeah. Some, there's a toxic thought that really 
in our ears that telling us that you are so small, uh, you never have a good relationship. You know, your grandfather, your grandmother, like divorced, broken home, and your mother and father are broken home, they're divorced, and you, you will never have a good marriage. <laughs> That's toxic thought. And then, uh, next slide here, uh, I read from Greg uh, Russell's book, The Winning of the War in Your Mind. The left you have is the reflection of the thought you think. Change your thinking and you will change your life. Amen. You need to replace your thinking. It's not listening the voice of the toxic thinking, but replace with the word of God. Amen. That's why first we talk about your uh, we, we talk about never give up. Second, we talk about your eyes and then we talk about your thought. Because all your eyes, your thought, and whatever you speak, you have to align it with God's word in your life. Have a nice slide uh, here. Romans 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed with this world any longer. It is superficial values and custom, but transform and progressively change as you mature spiritually. As you mature spiritually by renewing of your mind, focusing only godly values and ethical attitudes so that you prove of yourself what will the God is and which is good, acceptable, and perfect in His plan and purpose in you. Amen? I'm telling you this story. The last time I preached uh, outside Surabaya was February 25th in this place for Bahasa service last year. That's the last uh, time. And this is the first time I go out again. <laughs> but during that time, during February 2020 and now uh, May 2020, you know what? Once I arrived in Surabaya, you remember, Pastor Don, I got a call from my brother that my, my dad got heart attack, you know. That's right. Right after I landing in Surabaya. So that's a very long, uh, long, long night. I go to hospital and you know, everybody thinks, should we go to Singapore or should go to outside and everything. And then at that moment, I can see, Lord, I don't know uh, what is the thought in, uh, in, our, in our life. Many people, you have to, you don't, uh, you don't try to uh, check in Surabaya. You need to go to Singapore. Some, you need to go to Penang and everything. But, you know. At that moment, I asked my dad, and he, you know, during my sickness, I want to be with my family. It's, I know that every doctor can be used by God to heal me. And telling you, that is the right decision. Because two weeks after that, it's COVID-19 arrived in Indonesia, you know. If that happened, once you are in Singapore or Penang, when you come back to Surabaya, nobody will touch you because you are a new patient. But thank God, you know, on the day uh, my dad got bypass surgery and now very healthy. And I know Pastor Don in Surabaya pray for my dad too uh, during the, in the no Hotel Hotel. <laughs> yeah, pray for me and for my dad. You know, he went out 16 March. Uh, 16th of March 2020, that's the day of the first PSBB or lockdown in Indonesia. God put in the right way. Yeah, give, give me clap for God. That's what happened. God worked. Even though in 
you know, in our Tatman, people say, no, it's hard. You have to go to the right. Yes, I know. You have to go to the right doctor and medication. But God is above the doctor. He can do anything in our limitation. Who knows that there's a lockdown? And then after that, this is what I'm telling you. Every struggle that we see, we have to have the right perspective. We have to have the right ears in our in our uh, in our ears to listen careful and to make a good decision and then if uh, uh, i remember after that in march 8 you know uh, in my 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 wife's side family uh, her her mother uh, her stepmother experienced uh, cancer stadium 4 is ovarian cancer and then her sister younger sister pancreatic cancer stadium 4 so on march 2020 they decided three of them my my father-in-law his wife and my sister-in-law went together to singapore because they have uh, have a medication there and they want to continue it's march 8 2020 but who knows that two days after singapore lockdown and nobody can fly there you know but that's the right time. You know, sometimes if we don't have right perspective, we say, why God, why God, why God? But, you know, during that time, we pray. And, you know, three months ago, my wife, after a year, just three of us, uh, three of them in Singapore, my wife have to help because that's the last, uh, I think, uh, to cut the story short, you know, that's the last, uh, uh, the last stage of the cancer of my, uh, for her stepmom. So my, during six, six years, we pray, six years, because the stepmom has not received Jesus, you know. And our prayer as Christian, as a pastor, Lord, please help, please help. If you heal her, everybody knows and everybody will receive Jesus as the Savior, right? But, you know, that prayer seems not be answered. Until we, we pray that uh, at that moment, my wife and my daughter went to Singapore and have to be in quarantine. It's three months ago, for 14 days, for 14 days. And then we changed prayer to, Lord, okay, this is the last, this is the last stage of uh, ovarian cancer at that moment. And then if, you allow, let my wife and see her before he passed away. And then you, if you heal that moment, everybody will know and everybody will receive Jesus. That's in our thought, you know, at that moment. But, you know, we learn to surrender to God at that moment. But what happened? After the 12 days of quarantine, you know, it's just two days before the stepmom passed away, cannot make it. So the prayer for healing didn't happen. The prayer to meet before the last day didn't happen. If we put into perspective and thought in our ears, it will say that, look, even you pastor or pastor, why? Look, your prayer didn't get the right answer according to your life. But you know what? Just one day, just one day before she passed away, 
the stepmom passed away, he received Jesus as the personal savior. <laughs> In our thought, it has, and he got baptized. He got, got baptized uh, because there's a, there's a ministry who serve uh, to, to be baptized. And, you know, we thought that if there's a miracle, he will receive Jesus. But even there's no miracle at all, we see that Jesus really welcomed her in heaven. Amen. And during the, uh, I think two weeks after, uh, a month after that, uh, my dad is not a believer yet, my dad-in-law at that moment, but during the Easter Sunday together, they all together follow the Easter service and want to have a Christian life and then they pray each other. So almost everyone in the family got saved already right now because of the situation. Amen. <laughs> The situation, maybe we, we can see that during the situation, a lot of us say, ask God, why God, why God? This is a very nice people who experience suffering. But you know, His plan and purpose, we have to be transformed to see our life, not according to our will, but according to His will. So, identify your toxic thoughts right now, who speak loudly, remove the toxic thoughts and replace them with the truth, we need to look to His Word. I know you are in lack maybe sometimes, but the Word of God says, God will provide our needs. Amen? I know you are struggling right now, but you know that God is there for you. He's not against you. He's here for you and not against you. Amen? Replace, replace the toxic thoughts. Maybe some of you experience failure in relationship and you say, oh, I cannot be in relationship anymore. But you know that God is in control and God created you for relationship. You can have a good relationship, good marriage and good family. Amen? Replace with the God's word. Replace with the truth. Amen? And then the last one, the last point here. Know how to reframe, you know. Know how to reframe. This, okay, like, let, let's see the next slide here. You know, a lot of, lot of uh, artworks, you know, if you put a good frame, it will emphasize more of the beauty. But if the frame is not suitable, maybe the artwork of will look not as good as intended to be. That's why during all situations, not only you have to, to see from the right perspective, but you know how to reframe it. Okay, next slide. <laughs> reframe. What do you see? Two dogs here. What do you see? Huh? Pastor Don, what do you see here? Two dogs, right? Yeah, because I have the right frame, I used to study in Seattle. I see the space needle inside it. Because I have a clear conscience, not like Pastor. No, <laughs> no because I'm from Seattle. I used to, okay, that's the space needle here. Okay, next slide. That's how you frame. Huh. How many of you see this is the 16 year old lady or 60 years old? Actually, both. It depends. <laughs> we can see both. But some of you see from perspective of 16-year-old lady. But some of you see this like a 60-year-old 
lady or 70 years because 60 is still, still young now. <laughs> Maybe 70 or 80. Yeah. So some of you say, <laughs> why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, next slide here. Do you see like dog running to you or a man going away from you here? Depend on what you see, how you frame it. Not only see the right perspective, but how you frame it. You can see dog coming to you, but you can see like a man running. Can you see both? Yeah. It depends on how you train to frame the picture. What I'm telling you, uh, next slide here. Yeah. How to frame, how to reframe. Sometimes in our life, we used to frame certain way. So we don't want to learn to reframe our thought. We used to think that if you got sickness, maybe something bad to you. If you experience maybe uh, lack in your uh, financial situation, you judge yourself, oh, maybe something wrong. But look at how to reframe if that situation happened to you. This is how to reframe the first one. Next slide. Yeah, next slide. How to reframe. Uh, next slide. Yeah, this is the word. Thank God for what didn't happen. You know, sometimes when you experience sickness, you experience bad thing in your life, we focus on what happened. We see the accident and we see, oh, it's a bad day. But can you see from different perspective? Thank God what didn't happen. Could be worst thing can happen. You know? Last week, my sister-in-law, uh, who experienced stadium 4 pancreatic cancer, wrote on her Instagram, many people still believe that he can be healed after. But he wrote in the in the Instagram that look at this many people who pray for me pray for the healing but I'm ready if, if, if I'm not healed all my, my prayer has already answered by God I can spend my life with beautifully with family I enjoyed the last four years four years is more than enough five years is more than enough look at what didn't happen. I can still alive right now. But if God give me healing, that's really a bonus from God. And also, all family, one by one, they receive Jesus as a Savior. That's... If I don't, didn't experience this, they don't know how to go to Jesus and maybe God used this. That's how you reframe the situation. And then the second one, pre-framing. Don't see that everything will be bad, but you know, all things will work together and you can see, look for God's goodness. During suffering, you can see God's goodness. People who really care of you. People who are truly your friends. That they are not only be here just when you are good, but even in your low, they are still there. Look at for God's goodness in your life. Let's make us be able to bounce back. Because I believe the comeback is always better than the setback. Amen? Because you know how to reframe in your life. To see, to thank God what didn't happen. So when you cannot control what happens to you, 
you can control how you frame it, the situation. You can control in your situation. Many of your prayers not answered yet, but you can frame it to see God's goodness in your life. You can see God's goodness in your life. You can thank God in advance, even you, you don't see whatever you want to see in your own perspective. But you can always never give up, look up. You can always adjust your filters. You can always, you can always see from God's perspective. You can reframe it. You can frame it and identify your toxic thought. Amen. Amen. So next slide. Never give up. Look up. Adjust your filters. Identify your toxic thoughts and know how to reframe. Amen. I want to pray for all of you right now before I hand out to Pastor John. Let's, uh, let's stand up together. Amen. Let's sing one song and then... Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many of you think that this is the Word of God for you? Maybe some of you experience bad things in your life and you're trying to bounce back, but it's hard. But right now, we, are, we want to pray for all of you. Why don't you lift up your hand? I, I want, how many of you right now? It's a miracle from God. You need to bounce back from your situation. Whatever situation... Just trust, just trust that He will do. He will do in His own time to make you bounce back as you set your heart to God. Amen.